Episode number five. This is Jordan Sarmo, your host. Ross DeBoss is back in the studio with us. And today, we are going to talk about what the media is trying to distract you from knowing. It's going to be a great episode. Don't forget, if you're listening to this, you can also watch this on YouTube and Rumble if you prefer the video. Make sure to leave a review. This is the Speak Truth Without Fear podcast. What is going on, everybody? This is Jordan Sarmo, your host. We got Ross the Boss. What up, everybody? Everybody, we got the squad back. And, How are you uh, doing? Man. Do you feel like your soul has been recovering over the last four days? Or do you feel like you need potentially three more days to rest and <laughs> acquire the power beneath you? I think I think they missed you, Ross. I think they missed your... your uh, all of your accents, so to say. <laughs> oh my goodness, man! We—I mean, it's been a week since me and you have both been on here, and you know, again, we've been doing the Instagram lives again. Really quick, shout out to Speak Truth Without Fear. Um, you can go to our website, speaktruthwithoutfear.com, Monday through Thursday at 9 p.m. We are doing the Instagram lives on our Instagram channel, and tonight, uh, well, this, when you're listening, this will be tomorrow. So. Last night, we will, me and Ross, well, tonight, me and Ross is going to be on with Maureen Bannon and Strut. It's going to be a great Instagram live. So if you're listening to this now and you didn't get to check it out, definitely go. I mean, dude, last night's conversation of our Instagram live was incredible. We had, we had Kevin, known as King Cat. We had uh, Craig Long. And, dude, we talked about Marxism. We talked about race. It was, seriously, it was probably one of the top five lives that we've done. And it was... It was a beautiful conversation. So, I mean, the content that we're putting up, man, we're, we're doing it for free. It's out there. We're doing it Monday through Thursday every single night. So, again, if you haven't checked us out on the Speak Truth Without Fear channel, definitely do it. Um, and Ross is on twice a week, Tuesday and Thursday nights. Um, but let's get into it. Um, I mean, I think, I mean, I think the biggest stories that's happening right now, and I talked a little bit about this last night, Ross, is I think one of the most annoying things is – when that we constantly have to fight is the media narrative. Um, and the reason for that is because whenever there's a breaking story that actually matters and it goes against the narrative of the media, the mainstream media, they like, they throw anything they can to just distract, which is why it's so important that all of us are just turning off the dang television and we're not getting our information from there anymore. Um, but or I really, or really, you have to analyze it the way that you would be an FBI officer analyzing the testimony of someone that may or may not be lying and you can't tell. Yes. So like, true. you know, like that. And they're really smooth at it. You know, they use humor and stuff a lot. Don't tell me now these idiots are uh, broadcasting that there's a chance that Trump is still the president and there's some kind of a fraud that's gone on that none of the Supreme Court caught and none of the other judges seem to have caught. It is absolutely outlandish. This is yet again another attempt when they are basically overlooking massive components of that that make it drastically different than all of the other times that have happened that makes it the reason that conservatives are harping on it is because it's actually a legitimate forensic audit, which it's, is what they've been asking for the whole time. And so, so anyway, it's so true. No, yeah, the two, I think the two things 
that we have to get to the bottom of. Um, and Bannon was talking a lot a bit about a lot about it this morning. Is the two main things that we cannot let our our foot off the pedal is we need to get to the bottom of November third, twenty twenty, and we have to get to the bottom of the the Wuhan of COVID. Lab. Of COVID. of COVID, because if we get to the bottom of two, these two things, and this is why the media is going, they're working extra overtime right now. They're, they do not. This is why they've been fighting to not let, um, you know, the, I mean, again, we're, and we're going to get into all, all of this. But if we get to the bottom of these two main pillars, the entire thing shatters. The entire the, thing. The, yeah, the, the, the belief of the entire things shatters, which is really the important part is people's ideology has a gaping hole in the armor. And then it's way easier to go to bat to help those people kind of wake up to some of the harsh realities that are probably true. Exactly. And because so, right now you're like, look, it used to be like 10 percent of people. Like, remember when it was just Q was the crazy thing? Yeah. Like conservative ideas were like you were a little bit annoying if you were a Trump fan. You know, and so that was like, you know, 89% of what the left hated was like, uh, it's, it's, it's Trump fans are annoying. You guys need to go away. And then if you're Q, oh my God, you're the pit of the earth. You think that there's pedophile rings. You <laughs> think that there's like satanic stuff. You think that there's like Democrats and, and, and Republicans and politicians involved in this with Hollywood and the music industry. You guys are the scum of the earth. It's you know, that was like the way that it worked. And then it was like, now... All of that's like, oh, I'm not saying all the Q stuff. I'm saying large components of the Q stuff is like, oh, you, they were talking about Jeffrey Epstein and Harvey Weinstein and like 17 other things, uh, uh, Nixon and Keith Rainier and all these other, uh, you know, situations. And then now what's happened is the 89 percentile, the Republicans that were left in the other corner started going over the course of the years when they watched everybody lie so much, they started waking up slowly. Right. And then when it came time for the election and all of the, all of the pre little reports that were coming out as far as like the bellwether um, districts or whatever they're called and, and the, the Hispanic vote and all in and, and women voting states. and blacks voting and, and everything were coming forward and we're looking all red and golden and it, there's never been a president in history, from what I understand, who's got more votes for their second term and ever lost the election. Trump right. is the only one in history. So there were so many uh, history-making weird discrepancies about this election that it woke up like 53% of the Republican Party thinks that Trump is the rightful president yeah. right now. That's a, that's a poll. So the little 10% the little of annoying Q people that you used to be like, you idiot conspiracy theorist, now you're saying that to basically 25% of the country, if not more, and every single one of these audits that comes out that, that is like the, the Georgia ballot situation, the, the, uh, the, Arizona, the Maricopa County well, not having Yeah, the let's passport, get into that. Let's... All this stuff is what it's doing is it is creating the justification to be in the conspiracy camp. And, and by conspiracy, what we really mean is that People want to control things and are willing to break the law to do it, and they're very smart and very wealthy. And the it's media, not that crazy. the media has literally used the label conspiracy theorists that used to mean like real conspiracy. Now to where anything that is opposite of the left agenda and narrative, 
And they are losing. I mean, they are losing their power. They are losing. Like yeah. people don't even take that word serious anymore. And a perfect example of this, and I do want to get into the election stuff here, is you know I I just posted a video uh, this morning that uh, the Media Matters released a statistic that for the first time CNN could not hit none of their shows on their entire day on Monday reached one million viewers. Like there are influencers on social media right now. That like Ross, you I mean you have a couple videos that have three, four, five million views, and you dropped them on TikTok. Yeah. You are you are getting more views on your TikTok than CNN is getting for an entire show on a major. Yeah. So they're losing their influence, which is a very <laughs> this is a very good. It's great. It it is awesome. They, it's the, great. It's when you're a bullshitter, everybody stops hanging out with you. If you're the loser who lies about everything and the click of buddies, and then your buddies find out, they just stop caring about you as a do. whole. They're just they like do. I don't know. Everything comes out of this bullshit. It's it's the it's the boy that cried but wolf. The, you know the way you can tell though is the level of outrage that all of them were saying happened in the 2016 election. It was not safe. It was not fair. And then in this one, it is absolutely safe. It was absolutely fair. And any scrutiny of it is obviously a conspiracy theory. <laughs> you guys are so ridiculous. Oh, my God. It's well, like you're so fake, man. Let's get into the conspiracies because this is what's going down. I mean, the Demo let's talk about first Georgia because – the Democratic Party, the lawyers, the counties are freaking out. And also elite rhino Republicans in some of these states, specifically Arizona and Georgia. But let's talk about Georgia right now because – By rhinos, everybody, he means Republicans in name only, which means that they're sitting in a conservative seat, but they're not making conservative decisions. Correct. And we actually just released a T-shirt – um, on our website that says primary the rhinos so you guys should check it out my shirt comes in like in two days i'll be rocking it I and it's wait. got a dope red rhino on it it does um so Which, i'm kind of mad that we made them look cool the <laughs> rhino because it kind of looked like i that rhino looks freaking cool but it's <laughs> like all right but it, it's it's still a cool shirt it, it is a cool shirt um okay so the the law lawyers in, representing fulton county are trying to raise hell right now to stop this forensic audit and again there is a reason why they're trying to stop it because there is truth that they do not want to get out. And, and think about this. You know, there was a quote right now from the Fulton County chair that I read this morning, uh, Rob Pitts, and he said in a statement, it is outrageous that Fulton County continues to be the target of those who cannot accept the results of last year's election. The votes have been counted multiple times, including a hand recount, and no evidence of fraud has been found. But let's talk about something. Who I mean, has Stacey Abrams even conceded yet from the 2018 election when she ran for governor and got her butt whooped by Governor Kemp? No, she never conceded. And so to say that there's this is a conspiracy or this is crazy and outlandish, here's a great stat that I found this morning um, on, in an article. because Stacey Abrams was, was she, she claimed. Ran, she ran for governor for, for Georgia and she claimed right. that, yeah, the election was stolen. Yeah, so she in that state claimed it was stolen, and now they're saying it's not possible in 2020. You guys, you got that's why that mattered. I wanted to tell you guys that. Okay, yes, and I mean, and let's not forget Hillary Clinton was like said the exact same thing after 2016. He yeah, knows she it. told she told old Joe Biden, "Don't ever concede, bro." 
She said not to concede. And even after the 2016 election, before even Joe Biden ran, she was saying that Trump stole the election and he knows it. He got away with it. So, again, like this whole thing that this is outrageous that we want to audit vote. I mean, take a hike. But I mean, this is a great stat. In 2016, this is a great statistic. There was a 6% rejection rate of absentee ballots in 2016. In 2020, the ballots were doubled, and it was almost 0%, 0.1% rejection rate. So you have two times more ballots. And just that stat alone is like, hold on. Normally, there's about, on average, in past elections, you have anywhere from a 5 to 7 to 8% rejection rate of absentee and mail-in ba- absentee ballots. 0.1% of the ballots in 2020 were rejected. So that it just shows that that alone, which 6% is a ton of ballots. Yeah. Well, and when you think about this, when you think about it, everybody, this, got, this bastard troll called me Lisp Boy, and it made me laugh my ass off. <laughs> um, but now every time I talk, I think, do I have a Lisp? Um, but when you think about it, You've got 2016, they had, like you said, 6%. And then 2020, they, there's no way that they perfected the art of sending out the amount of absentee ballots that they did in the system because of the emergency that happened, you know, six to seven months before the election occurred. There was no way for them to have perfected and and perfectly, you know, fine-tuned the absentee ballot system so that it would only get that much of a problem. And so so here's all we're saying. It's worth investigating, period. And if you have a problem with that, you're not on team democracy. Even though they keep trying to claim team democracy, it's not true. It's not true democracy unless everybody gets to feel... Like, you know, you really want to have unity like you guys kept saying that you did? If you really want unity, then have the most elaborate forensic audit possible, broadcast the entire thing nationwide and go, do you guys feel better now? Okay, awesome, because we do want you as part of the culture. But we know that they don't, Jordan. We know that the powers that be that are running this whole charade do not want to respect us. They want to shut us up. And in some cases, it has been advocated for that we be put into re-education camps. It's a great point. Literally, Literally. by people who have millions of followers. That was a senior so, editor of this of CNN. That was yes. That, that was a, a, that is what DC in the media thinks about America first, Republican as they would say, right-wing, conspiracy theorists, whatever labels they want to put on. They want to put us in re-education camps. It's a great point, Ross. I'm so glad you brought that up. And it's like, look, you don't get to... You don't get to say that sentence and then act like you want unity on the podium a little bit later because Joe Biden might act like he's Joe Biden and his team does and his team is totally different in the left. People that are absolutely batshit crazy like AOC and the people calling for you know, the actual defunding of the police, like Rashid Tlaib and all them, like, yo, we're not friends. I'm not your friend. I was, I was, I was willing to be your friend when you said we can probably find some common ground. I believe that you want the best for the country too. You didn't ask me that. You didn't ask me that. You just decided that I was evil because I said that, "Mm, I don't think black people are actually that, are actually that oppressed in the United States comparatively. 
and now I'm a I'm a white supremacist. I'm a Nazi. I'm all these things. Like, you, does everybody really think if you're on the left? Does everybody really think that all of your friends from 2014 that you hung out with every day became a Nazi in 2016? Like 70 percent of your white friends or conservative friends, like you really think that they all just shifted into Nazi land? Like you do know that like conservative people love World War II memorabilia because we kicked the Nazis' asses, right? Right. Like that's it's one of the most enjoyable things is like watching Band of Brothers when they whip the Nazis' asses. Conservatives love that. And you act like we are the Nazis? Mind you, you guys are calling for Palestine to basically take over Israel. You're calling for that whole situation. And guess what flags Palestinians are holding while they stand on the border? The Nazi flag. Right. And you guys have the balls to call Israel the new Nazi. How upside down can you be when these people are saying that Israel is the new like Nazis? Now, I know that people say, sorry, I'm ranting, but I know that some people say like there's Zionists at the top of Israel that are controlling a lot of stuff. And I need to look into that. I'm not going to, I'm not going to, but again, that's not even the issue when it comes. And I, again, we have, we have so much to talk about. Um, But again, what we're, I mean, when, when we talk about what's going on with Israel and Palestine, specifically when it comes to the United States, it's just the hate. I mean, the fact that you're seeing in the streets of the United States of America, in New York, in L.A., in Dearborn, Michigan, um, in Portland, where, I mean, Jews are getting literally sought after as they're walking out of their schools. They're Set on up. fire. It's, yeah, it's just, it's insane, dude. And that's, that is what we need to call out. Again, yeah, we're and not, so if you were, were really just if you were really just caring about the Israel Palestine situation and the actual fundamental land there, and you weren't racist, you wouldn't be attacking Jews in other places. Exactly. Period. You racist scumbags. Yep, one hundred percent. So let's let's get into some of this breaking news when it comes to the election. So specifically Georgia, I talked about this on the Tuesday podcast with Wake Up Belinda. I've also brought this up two times now on the Instagram lives. I'm just going to give a quick a quick. Um, recap. As we know, I brought this. I brought, <laughs> right now, if if you're watching this on YouTube, which for those that are listening, we have this streaming on YouTube, so I can see Ross's facial expressions on certain things. And we he just laughing. almost said that weird Q word. Yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. I was hoping we just kept going past it. I'm still a 15 year old down deep in there somewhere. <laughs> um, I love it. So again, on uh, earlier this week, John Fredericks reported. On, uh, I believe it was on War Room and also on his show on America First, American One News, that there have been six signed affidavits. We know this. 30,000, up to 30,000 ballots are on a different paper. They're not full. Mail-in ballots are on a different paper. They're not folded. They have the same uh, circle bubble mark that's by a machine. None of them are handwritten in. 99% of them voted for Biden. 97% of them voted for Ossoff. 950 of these uh, mail-in ballots that were military from these 30,000 on different paper, all 950 of them uh, voted for Joe Biden. So this that's what we know this we know this in Georgia. Well, we have more breaking news, which is great news that it is being reported as of today by Boris and um, on War Room that Michigan, Pennsylvania and Wisconsin are all moving towards not a county audit, a full forensic audit statewide and pennsylvania now is looking like the lead runner so we i mean and this is all following what arizona's lead that's why everyone was like arizona's the first domino because what what is happening now in arizona 
the we're seeing it already as on a forensic audit level on Fulton County in Georgia, which is now looking like it's going to probably go statewide. But now Michigan, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin are all getting in the fight. Uh, this is huge. This is huge because what happens? I mean, two Georgian senators, uh, uh, Birch and Beach, that both called for the Georgia Bureau of Investigation after this forensic audit. They said they have to get involved because what it's looking like is that we now have to have a full state forensic audit, which is where it's going to end up going with Georgia. And they and they, what they said was if this happens and it proves to be fraud and that there was not enough votes to, for Joe Biden to get the win, because I believe it's only like 13,000 votes in Georgia, they will call for a special session with Governor Kemp to decertify the election. Well, so who has the final say in that? Do you know, Jordan? Like, what does that mean? Like, hey, can we do this, Governor Kemp? And he's like, nah, they threatened my... Oh, by the way, you guys remember Governor Kemp's uh, daughter had a boyfriend Yes. Uh, right after this whole thing happened. And uh, if you look at the reports from what occurred, it was right when he announced that he was going to do a forensic audit the first time, right? Yep. And he was going to do it. And then the next day, his daughter's boyfriend blew up they, in a car. Yeah, I, I didn't want to say blew up, but that's literally what like 60 people around it all reported. I just heard the biggest explosion. There's car doors like 45 feet away. I saw the picture. Know, from, yeah, dude, like, like it definitely does not look like this was a freaking accident. It you was know? not a car. I mean, and maybe. And it, then yeah. all of a sudden Kemp changes his mind on a couple things. And so my conspiracy theorists, conspiracy theorists. Right. And so at this point, my brain just has to go, okay, well, if like, okay, so here's the thing, guys. Get on the level with me real quick, okay? If everything from A to R happened that we're talking about, that all these states are doing, why would all these states be doing this, guys? Why are they all finding these things? Why is there 30,000 ballots that weren't even folded that were supposed to have been into the mail to the voter and then sent back to the mail into the, uh, into the, um, into the uh, precinct, yeah. right? So you've got all of these scenarios going on. So we've already worked all the way from A to R, then S through Z is not that wild to think that if all of those things occurred and they pulled off this massive thing, is it really wild to, cons- to, to, to think that potentially the right. Chinese or somebody would actually try to, you know, well, K-I-L-L I mean, people? Right. And, and not only that. I don't. I don't even know if I necessarily believe that you know when this election was stolen or where these ballots came from. Like I don't even know if it's like the Democrats actually. I mean, maybe they did, but I mean, I believe it was Flynn that even said that he does. He believes that where the mass fraud came came in and Michael Lindell uh, when it comes to the machines, this was an attack on China. Um, And so, I mean, that's you mean from China. From yeah, from exactly from China. So again, this is this. Well, what's her name? Maria Zach with Nations to Action last night was on a show that I saw, and she's an individual like investigator. She's got a whole team with her or whatever, and she basically said, "We know exactly who did it. It was in it was in Italy. It was the Leonardo like thing that Obama and all them set up." Anyway, so I got to look more into that, but yeah. So I, I mean- just. But what are they going to do, though? What are they going to do, Jordan? Like, it, so you see what happens every time this story or any real story start getting some steam, something derails it. 
Right. What do you think is going to derail this one? Because something damn well better. If you're the people trying to control all this and then you let it get out of hand without saying aliens are real and they're attacking next month, everybody get ready, you know, or whatever. Like, forget about the election. We can't think about that. We've got another problem, you know, like, so well, they, they got to pull out something. They are, and they are. They're trying to pull out. I mean, again, today, Fulton County lawyers uh, just filed a motion to stop the audit in Fulton County. We saw in Arizona. They sent 100 lawyers to Arizona to stop the audit. But again, yeah, the, Joe Biden's team. Um, yes, the, the the Democratic Party, the DNC. Sent, and not only that, they also got the Justice Part Justice Department involved to yeah, try, to try to, and get to, involved to try to get involved. And yeah, scare you freaking them. mafia bullies, dude. Yeah, but the state. I mean, I will say this: kudos to Republican, um, you know, congressmen, legislators. I mean, they are stepping up. There are. We are starting to see this, the spine come back. And the reason why is because the people are pissed. And like you said earlier, Ross, 53% of Republican voters believe the election was stolen. Majority, majority of Republican voters believe that. And I actually think it's actually higher, just they don't even want to answer those polls, which we've always seen. That's like, oh, I don't want to be Yeah, and we know how these polls are actually conducted too. And like, here's the thing. People are so good. Like, dude, if I had a conversation with anybody, by the end of the conversation, they would at least say to me that it might have been possible that something happened. But nobody is giving these guys the facts in a way to sell it to them like they are the other direction. And it's like, because there's so many more facts on our side, we can just dominate that market. That's why I want to just debate these jokers so bad, dog. Yeah. Oh, my God. I can't wait. And let's not forget, I mean, Arizona has been insane. We have we have seven nine to seventeen percent of the ballot batch numbers have been wrong. Like they're opening up these batches where there's five hundred ballots, and seventeen percent of them, twelve percent of them, nine percent of them, nine percent of the minimum are missing. The ballots are they're not even there. You yeah, have the ones that they're supposed to audit and to check to forensically yes. examine and go, is this legit? These guys are getting like imagine like a giant box of paper that is supposed to be five hundred ballots. 17% of them, 9% of them, 12% of them are missing from the individual boxes, yeah. guys. Like, how, like, how I don't know what possible? to say to that. How, yeah, you can't, you can't tell me that it's not within the realm of possibility that this occurred. And if you're on the right, if you're on the conservative side and you aren't on that train yet, hop on. Yep. Because that is the question for the next three years is, like, they're they're branding all of us conspiracy theorists. Whether it's you don't want to wear a mask because you've seen because you've seen contradictory science behind it, whether you don't want the vaccine because you you've seen the science behind that to some degree, or you've seen side effects, whether you don't think the election like basically they're they're just labeling you terrible if you don't just bend over and agree with them in whatever category. I'm sorry, you don't get to call me a conspiracy theorist in nine categories that seem to be evident to fifty three percent. Of half the voters, dude. So true. No, it's completely true. We cannot, we have to stay on target. And the, I think the whole point of this conversation is to encourage every single person that's listening is to not let the media distract you from what is really important and what is the target. There's two targets that we need to focus on right now. And yes, there are other conversations that need to be had, critical race theory, the education system, the school board, which we are going to start having some of these conversations and as the guests start coming in. But right now, we must make sure that the, the, what is on the front of our minds is, number one, what the heck happened on November 3rd, 2020, and what the heck happened with, at the Wuhan lab of virology. And I think this is a great transition into the next part of this discussion because – I mean, 
Ross, you know, and I know you've been you've been researching um, researching this a little bit, and I'm reading, I'm looking at a CNN article right now, May fifth, twenty twenty. Actually, let me see if I can I can bring. Yeah, bring go, do you have the other one for 2016 first? I do. I've got like a hundred of them. I'll read you the headlines. Let me just let me just read this to you guys so you guys can hear the headlines so that you can have great examples. And I made a funny video about this recently because uh, somebody put it on the internet. Anyway, all right, so here. This is from 2019. Uh, Senator Tom Cotton, this is from New York Times. Senator Tom Cotton repeats fringe theory of coronavirus origins. Scientists have dismissed suggestions that the Chinese government was behind the outbreak, but it's kind of a tale that gains traction among those who see China as a threat. Fast forward to now, guys, and this is the new one the New York Times wrote. Another group of scientists calls for a further inquiry into the origins of the coronavirus. Researchers so urge an open mind, saying that lack of evidence leaves theory of natural spillover and laboratory leak both viable. Wow. All right, New York Times. <laughs> Who's next? Lab, CNN. Lab leak COVID-19 theory is like something out of a comic book, virologist says. Uh, this was March... 31st of, of uh, you know, back then, whatever. And then you've got new information on Wuhan researchers' illness, further debate on pandemic origins. Unreal. Yeah, dude. Un and then freaking. let me read one more uh, CNN. Or no, this one's Washington Post. Tom Cotton keeps repeating a coronavirus conspiracy uh, yet he acknowledged that there's no evidence that the disease originated in a lab. And then today or the other day, the vexing lab leak is what P Washington Post says. It has become evident that some corners of the mainstream media overcorrected when it came to one particular theory from Trump and his allies that the coronavirus may have come from a laboratory. Wow. That's right. We've been saying it all along, folks. Mike Pompeo said it forever ago that it was likely. We know uh, a lot of info about this, and I'll, I'll go into it in a minute. Whenever. Well, and again, I mean, I'm looking at an article right now. May 5th, 2020, Anthony Fauci just crushed Donald Trump's theory on the origins of coronavirus. May 23rd, 2021, a little past the year. Fauci not convinced COVID developed naturally. I mean, like, again— we all remember. I mean, Trump. You remember. You Trump remember being said, treated the like China virus, the China virus, the China virus. Trump made sure that we knew where this came from and that he was not convinced that this came from some stupid bat in a bowl of soup. I mean, like the fact that that's what that I mean, I want to hear like the senior editors or whoever planned this conspiracy. I'm going to call this a conspiracy that like, OK, how can we get the how can we get the general public to believe that this did not come from the lab? I got it. I got it, sir. What is it? What is it? I say that it came from a bat and the bat got into a bowl, <laughs> a bowl of soup. Someone drank that soup. And then it spread worldwide. Genius. Like that, this. Genius. <laughs> Genius. Ding, ding, ding. We have a winner, folks. We... Sign that guy up. Oh, my goodness. Talk about yeah, a conspiracy. Dumb. Yeah. And, and the, you know, the reason it's so nuts, too, is because they. So everybody who's wondering if you've heard the phrase gain of function yes. research, what that means is that means 
if you found a virus in nature somewhere, you were trying to figure out how to use it for something. Just like if you found electricity somewhere and we're like, what the hell? How do I use this? So they basically want to use things for things. Okay. That's the goal. That's if you're a doctor, that's what you're doing. And some, sometimes, right? Well, um, a woman by the name of Bat Lady is the nickname for, but it's actually Dr. Zingli Shi. Maybe this is where Zing. the conspiracy came from, Bat Lady. <laughs> yeah, well, the reason they call her the Bat Lady was because in 2015, she, success- she successfully took a virus out of a horseshoe bat and attached it with the backbone of a, of a, of a mouse virus and put them together to make it effectively be able to transmit to human beings. This was in 2015, Jordan. Wow. wow. So... The idea of gain of function research being used to take bat viruses and make them be able to affect humans is not only possible, but it's it's like probable. They have done it. The question was, is this that one? You know, and, and so anyway, let me just give you the breakdown on this so you guys I mean, can kind why, of understand. Why do they even need to figure out how to turn a virus into a human? I don't know the answer to that. I think that they I think that there is components of the medical industry that is attempting to figure out how they can combat other problems like AIDS and stuff like that. And they need to have like it like there is certain things that use AIDS and HIV as a delivery system to the body to make your body do something weird. I have heard that. So they've used weird stuff for for stuff and the purpose as a vehicle to get your body to do different things. But I'm not going to talk out of my ass. I don't know that much. But here's what I do know. Fauci basically said that, you know, they he. There was no funding that went to the Wuhan lab for gain-of-function research, okay? That's what he said. So I'm going to read you guys this. I'm not going to read this to you, but I'm just going to break it down in your mind so you guys can understand because I just got done. We, oh, actually, you know what? We just released an article on Speak Truth Without Fear that is the full summary and the, full, and the, and the more detailed version of what I'm about to say to you guys, okay? Shout Our out to Melissa. Are, yeah, shout out Melissa. Our team uh, put this together. We had a researcher on it. Shout out Stephanie. I'm not going to say her full name because whatever. And we had a couple other researchers. But anyway, um, Fauci said no. There was We didn't give them gain-of-function research. When he was pressed, he said, I'll tell you what he said in a second, okay? Fauci works for the National Institute of Health. The National Institute of Health gave $7.4 million to the Wuhan Institution of Virology, Okay. Now, the National Institute of Health also gave EcoHealth Alliance a chunk of money, and then they subcontracted out the work that they were supposed to do to guess who? Bat Lady, Dr. Zing Lee Shi. Yep, that's what happened. So when Fauci was asked recently by Ken... Uh, this was in 2000. That, those were things were in 2019, by the way. Um, so when Fauci was asked about could they have spent the money that we sent to them on gain of function, he ba- he basically said, "Well, they haven't they haven't lied to us. In the, we don't know that they've lied to us before. They said that they didn't. We're talking about China saying that they didn't use the funds to do gain of function research. Dog, when China had a train accident." You guys can look this up. When China had a massive train accident, like one of their nice trains or something that was like a public spectacle of some sort, derailed with civilians on the carts. Instead of being like, damn, we need to fix this, 
They literally called for like every bulldozer and thing in the area with civilians still inside the train carts. They were like, everybody literally go bury the train so nobody can see this. Shut up. Yes. So like we're now. Okay. Second thing. We're also talking about the China that knew that, that, that when, when this was happening, they stopped travel from Wuhan into any parts of China. They did not let people from Wuhan enter China, yep. but allowed those people from Wuhan without saying a word to go to all of the other countries. There was some kind of a sporting event. I don't remember what it was that all of these different nations were coming to, and they were letting them come in and then go back to their countries, but they weren't letting people from other parts of China come in and then go back out. They had to stay in Wuhan for more than two weeks. They were doing this guys. So well, do, and do you remember, China. and do you remember when Trump banned travel from China and after Trump banned from China, Joe Biden said, oh, this is racist. This is racist. Xenophobic. This is xenophobic. Nancy Pelosi is taking a stroll in Chinatown in San Francisco, and she does a whole press release as she's walking. Look, it's completely safe. This is completely right. safe. Stand, standing within like 30 people of 10 feet of her. Yep. Just spreading that corona <laughs> if you believe in that. If you, if you follow her line, they have to believe in it. So she was just – a mass dispenser of COVID amongst all those perfectly innocent Chinese people. She was trying to, uh, she was trying to virtue signal with, she was yep. using them as props. The media hammered Trump for doing that. And then, and then the moment that the deaths start racking up and the, all the numbers start coming up, Trump didn't do enough. Trump didn't do this. It's like, dude, if, could you imagine if Trump would not have closed the border from China? Like how many more numbers or deaths or whatever that would have looked like there. No, I can't. I don't really know. Cause I don't even know how many people COVID actually killed. True. That, you know? And that's what actually, is it, is it, is it 700 point. or, you know, five and 500,000, you know, yeah. it's, I mean, I know what I think we just had guys, we just had nurse Aaron on our show or it's actually not on speech without fear, but speech without fear on was Ross's, on the yeah, live on Ross's. Instagram. If you guys go to my Instagram, you can see we had this just the other day. Uh, nurse, Aaron, she was the one who went undercover in the hospitals with her spy glasses that record audio and visual. So uh, audio and video so that she could verifiably without anybody being able to debunk her, say, no, they were intentionally killing people and mistreating them for the purpose of financial gain. Wow. Um, and so, it, so the numbers were certainly, you know, skewed from an objective standpoint. I can give you nine other stories if you want. Well, and the, and so, the hospitals were getting thirteen thousand, and this is what Aaron said: thirteen thousand dollars per bed that was filled. I mean, think about that. Do you, for COVID. For COVID. So if they if they diagnose someone with COVID in her hospital, they the hospital is getting paid thirteen grand per bed that was filled for covid and then on what was the numbers on for a the ventilator? nurses were the nurses were making 10 grand a week too so i'm sure a lot of them had a good incentive to just shut the hell up and keep going with the flow and then if they got on the ventilator it was either 37 or 47 it was 30 it was 37 yeah 37 dollars to get on the ventilator it, and so what they were doing everybody who's listening was they were bringing people in who had anxiety and stuff like that and they were going What's going on? Are you short of breath? And they go, yeah, I don't know what's going on because you're scared, you're nervous, and anxiety COVID. can mimic so many symptoms. And they go, okay, we're going to get you a COVID test, but for now, we're going to put you in the rule out 
uh, section of the hospital, which means that they're going to wait to just make sure you didn't have COVID, but they put you on the ventilator right when they brought you in in some of those scenarios, and they sedate you so that you're not freaking out when there's a tube that goes yep. down your throat or whatever, however it works. They sedate you. And then you basically aren't able to see yourself slowly withering away because they got paid for deaths too, I believe. Wow. Yeah, no, they did. Um, and so anyway, they that's were encouraged what she saw and to, has... They were encouraged to label someone. You could have someone that was literally dying from cancer and they had one month to live and then they give them a COVID test and it says COVID and then that, that person isn't labeled on their death certificate that they died from cancer, even though that's what they really died from, they died from COVID. Because, and the reason why is because they were getting compensated for, all, for racking up these numbers. And there's a reason why. The reason why is now who was paying them, the government, whoever. The reason why is because – and we saw this with CNN, you know, the, the Project Veritas leak, that they, would, they wanted to keep the COVID count up and that they would actually celebrate and cheer on the COVID – uh, graph to go up higher because yeah, they the, would, death toll. The, the death poll because they, if it bleeds it leads yes. if it's if it's scary it sells these are this is evil this is pure evil propaganda yeah, and, and, but it's also not like they're not all like whoever decided on this guys whoever was the 13 people that sat around and were like here's what we're gonna do yeah they are geniuses, yeah. guys. You have to realize what we are fighting against, man. Like, think of your own family that has basically been like, you're n like, you just breathed on me. That's an infraction. You're evil. They have convinced, guys. Like, not, it's not as bad now. But one week ago, it was exactly as bad as it was seven months ago. If you were not wearing a mask, you were a pariah. Yeah. Never mind the fact that MIT, Stanford, multiple virologists have all come out and said, and the former vice president of Pfizer, the damn vaccine manufacturer, Literally. has all said that masks don't work the way that you're pretending that they do. Aerosol spreads a big deal. If you touch a mask, it doesn't work anymore. It's worse than you having no mask. If you use the same mask for 20 minutes, it's worse than you having no mask. And your family and other friends treated people like they were cast outs because of this. How much control, how much control does the media and the uh, health organizations of the world and these politicians and these Hollywood people, they have the perfect death grip on your brain yep. from everywhere. And that is what Speak Truth Without Fear is freaking here for. Come on. Because we're going to go into the belly of the beast and stab this freaking bastard yes. right in the soul and go, debate me, bitch, we'll win. <laughs> no, 100%. That is why we created this was, I mean, again, and not too many people, I mean, we talked about this on the first episode of when Ross was on that, you know, we, what we saw in January 6th and how the media portrayed it, that was the first time that we both experienced, oh my gosh, like these are full on, and we knew that there was fake news, like, but we actually experienced it on a personal level. It happened to us. Um, and that's why, that is why we are having these conversations. We're not just having these conversations just to like, you know, get clicks or get views or get subscribes, subscribers. We need, everyone needs to be informed of what is happening. And that, and the, the encouraging thing is like we talked about earlier on CNN, their numbers are dropping, even, which means, and who watches CNN? The left, which shows that people on the left are not tuning in anymore because they're beginning to distrust 
the mainstream media. And that's why people are turning to voices all over social media. Independent- yeah, like you might have called us weird, you know, three years ago. But now you're going, well, the other side just seems so stupid. I mean, you know, again, who would you trust, CNN or Alex Jones? Yeah, Alex, Alex, Alex Jones. Jones, but I would just, I would just take every, I would, I would believe that Alex Jones is telling the truth, man, those compilation videos of Alex Jones saying, sorry, after he flips out are some of the funniest <laughs> shit I have ever seen. <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen, we're coming back for you. It's 1776. You hellious bastards. I'm sorry. This is a family, this is a family event and I didn't mean to do that, but uh, we are uh, just got, got um, me riled up here. I apologize. Forget that me. is so funny. That is it's so true. But I mean, again, I think. But dude, here's the deal. He has been fighting the octopus that we are now starting yep. to see the tentacles of, and we're going, "Oh shit!" Yep. He was right. Yeah. He was right. The CIA is corrupt, dog. The they FBI. are. They are messing with these frogs. They did do weird stuff with them that mess with people's DNA. Anyway. Yes. You know, like there's so much, man. That like. Anyway, maybe I'll see if we can get him on a show sometime. That would be epic. That would be absolutely epic. So, again, I think, I mean, I think that's great for today. Again, the, the point of today's conversation was, one, fo- like stay on target. Do not let the media distract. Turn off the mainstream media. Again, don't forget, Monday through Thursday, every night at 9 p.m., we are talking about what's going on, on currently every single day. We get all of our information from independent journalists that are there they are on the ground. It's not going through a filtered propaganda machine. Stay on target. The two things that only matter right now, we don't care about 2022. We don't care about 2024. The only two things that really matter right now in this day is number one, we got to get to the bottom of November 3rd, 2020. So if you live in, in one of these five or six swing states, call your representatives, start putting pressure. Hey, we need an audit. Let them hear your voice. Number two, we need to get to the bottom of what happened with the coronavirus and where this came from with the Wuhan lab. And it is starting to look. I mean, Fauci is on the defense. Bill Gates is on the defense. They're freaking out. And there's a reason why the media is panicking. There is a reason why Rachel Maddows is having these meltdowns every single night and freaking out. And there's a reason because we are on target and let's not get distracted. Let's stay focused on what matters. Uh, Ross, do you have any final thoughts? No, man. I let's go. It. All right. Well, guys, thank you so much. Don't forget. You God can, bless everybody. Yeah, y'all, don't, y'all, have a good, y'all have a good day. Don't forget www.speaktruthwithoutfear.com. Please put in your email. We don't know how much longer we're going to be on this Instagram platform for the lives. We are, me and Ross and the team are starting to research other platforms that we're going to be hosting these live shows. Put in your email. It's the one way that we cannot be disconnected from you if Instagram does take us down. Uh, Ross the Boss, what's your, uh, what, your Instagram is Ross the Boss underscore, correct? Yeah, Ross duh, D-U-H. D-U-H, Boss underscore. Mine is Jordan Sarmo, J-O-R-D-A-N. S-A-R-M-O. Again, if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, you're listening to this on the uh, Google Play, you, we also have these on YouTube and Rumble. All you got to do is search Speak Truth Without Fear if you're at home and you want to watch these podcasts and watch Ross's cute little face as he has his rants and uh, my awesome face, then hop, uh, join us on YouTube. Please give us a like give us or give us a subscribe. Um, give us a rating. It really helps us with the algorithm. We're out.